Hi there, I'm Father Matt Face. And I'm Amanda Vernon. Welcome to We Should Pray. The podcast where we discuss how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy. In this episode, we bounce out. Um, sorry, what? <laughs> we we conclude... Yes. ...this season uh, of yes. podcasting. So we're, we're bouncing out. Yeah, but also, David bounces. <laughs> um... I don't know what more I can say about that right now, but if you're watching, please watch more. And if you're listening, don't worry, we'll describe it to you. Comedy, tragedy, vanity, vanities. We should pray. We should pray. It's the end of the podcast as we know it. Well, yes, for now <laughs> or forever. Yeah, and well, as we've known it so far. Yes, yeah, exactly. We've, so uh, we've made it. We have. Congratulations. What have we done? Congratulations to you. Yeah, we've uh, we've come a long way with this. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much so that like the first few episodes were unusable. Well, we did. Recycle. We used parts of them. <laughs> Later. <laughs> For laughter purposes. Which I guess is the best. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's the best. Yeah. So here we are, still patron supported. Thank you so much to Amanda Vernon patrons. If you'd like to become a patron or learn about it, you could visit amandavernon.com slash patron. Let's have this final episode of our, our podcast year, mm-hmm. let's call it. Um, let's stick with our usual lineup. Tragedy. Take a break and laugh about something. Mm-hmm. Pray. Awesome. And then probably laugh more. Yeah. And then find a way to like apply whatever we're talking about in some hopeful manner. I like that part. To our lives or to the lives of our listeners. Yeah. Okay. What's our topic again today? Vanity of vanities. That's our topic every week. Our overarching topic. Yes. I mean, it's the tagline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, our tagline. Comedy, tragedy. Vanity of vanities. Who came up with that? I think team effort. Okay. Between us and the Holy Spirit. That's the So how about uh, to, to... commence this final episode of our podcast year mm-hmm. you read some poetry that's also tragic and has to do with that tagline sounds good take it away all right the words of david's son koalath king in jerusalem vanity of vanities says koalath Vanity of vanities, all things are vanity. What profit have we from all that toil, which we toil at under the sun? One generation departs and another generation comes, but the world forever stays. The sun rises and the sun sets, then it presses on to the place where it rises, shifting south, then north. Back and forth shifts the wind, constantly shifting its course. All rivers flow to the sea, yet never does the sea become full. To the place where they flow, the rivers continue to flow. All things are wearisome, too wearisome for words. 
The eye is not satisfied by seeing, nor has the ear enough of hearing. But what has been, that will be. What has been done, that will be done. Nothing is new under the sun. Even the things of which we say, see, this is new, has already existed in the ages that precede us. There is no remembrance of past generations, nor will future generations be remembered by those who come after them. Ecclesiastes, chapter 1, verses 1 through 11. That's sufficiently tragic. Man, that Koaleth. What a worldview. <laughs> so, <clears throat> how have we experienced tragedy of vanity in this podcast? You know, I mean, we say words. <laughs> All the words that we've said have been words that have been said before. And no one will remember them. <laughs> How many people are even listening? Thank you. We, <laughs> we wanted to cancel every round of podcast recording. At least one of the three of us, one between of th David and you and me, yes, every have time. suggested that we cancel the recording. You know, maybe instead of recording next week, we could... Not, yeah, right. that was, yeah. But Th there was only one, one vote really made the difference. Yeah, there was one glorious time where two of us wanted to not record. At the same time. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> it was David and I on that one. That was good. Yes, and why, maybe you could walk us through the process of uh, your reasons for not wanting to record. I think they were progressive Oh, um, reasons. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we started in 2020, so that's something. Ways. Uh, yeah, uh, not the right time, not enough time. I'm thinking about like your the difference between where I don't you are now. What they are. Let me remind you yeah. <laughs> the difference between where you are now at the parish. I mean, you're at the same parish, but it's like a different parish because it was quarantine basically. Yeah, and now it's not. Well, definitely. I mean, one of the is your first year there. Yeah. Yeah, so at the beginning, it seemed uh, plausible to take a week off because there wasn't much of anything happening. I mean, there are some things happening, but there wasn't much because a lot of things were still shut down. So then, since so many things are shut down, one of the questions was, why am I getting on a plane during a pandemic? While things are shut down, right? While things are shut down. Um, so that was a, a question to grapple with. Mm -hmm. Which I think we did talk about it one of, in one of our episodes, the reasoning behind that and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how really we cheap tickets discern it. <laughs> Part of the reason. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, and then as things opened up, that was also a challenge. Yeah, because then there was more stuff happening back at the parish. Mm -hmm. So like as as things were getting busier and there were more things happening, it was it was a lot harder for me to leave uh, that stuff behind. Um, I mean, you know, for, for just a few days, um, but still that's tough, you know, knowing that I'm missing some things that are happening or these different pieces. Um, Especially when you're new and you're like getting established there in different relationships with mm -hmm. parishioners and at the school. And yeah. it's like, it's almost as though you've just started this job, even though you've been there almost a year. 
but just now I, I from you know talking with you it seems like you're finally getting to feel the feels for the parish community right yeah, it's exactly, like yeah. Yeah, more vibrant again because they can be can participate yeah, exactly as people were coming back getting that that greater sense of what's happening who, who these people are and like yes i, I want to be i want to be a part of this i want to be involved in um in with them all so that was uh Made it made it harder to go, and then little things like people like. So when are you going to Phoenix next? I'm like I don't want people you. to know that. Like I, I don't want to be known as someone who's traveling all the time, and like, I am being, and I'm like, ah, uh, well, <laughs> next week. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was embarrassing, yeah. and like you know, kind of yeah. Which because I mean that goes against one of your best gifts, which is presence being. Fully where you are. Yeah, not giving presents, but being yeah, present. not giving. <laughs> That's not one of my gifts. <laughs> presents, but <laughs> like giving. your presence. Yeah, being exactly being where I am. <laughs> and so that's, you've that's how I minister. You've right? never liked to be like I'm going to this other place, guys, because it's like why talk about that when you can just be there? Yeah, exactly. When I'm when I am where I am, I want want to be there. Right. So to pretty consistently know that like I'm going to be gone. That was, that's been a tough mm-hmm. piece of this. And then David has been, he's nodding, like giving me permission. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> David, David has, has been, been really um, overwhelmed at some points leading up to recording, during recording, right after recording. Understandably. And, um, I mean, a lot of this year, our kids were like at home or only par- some of the kids of our four kids were in school, like in person because they were like quarantined or doing online school for some reason in the in the pandemic. And so that was just a stressor on our family, not to mention like all of our income kind of dropped off. So that is also a factor. <laughs> Is there stress no live events? That? Wow. Yeah. No problem. And so, yeah, so there were, and then like the three of us working together is also its own interesting dynamic um, and talking about like a lot of emotional things. Um, so for me, like I would want to cancel because I'm like, I think you guys are kind of stressed out. Maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> I've got all three of us on the screen at the same time. Oh, wow. Look at that. Yes. Good job, David. What about you? Would you like to share any of your feelings? We're talking about tragedy here. Uh, tragedy around this. Oh, tragedy. I around talk this. Tragedy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to come back out of the tragedy, though. So just keep that in mind. Oh. This is just one segment. <laughs> <laughs> one tragedy about like the process of making this podcast. Uh, yeah, it was just it was just hard to fit it in on top of. All of the the anxieties of daily life, as Matthew Kelly would say. Um, like, yeah, because in preparation for the week, we would get all the media ready for the episodes. And then the week of, it would be like, like today, we'd be recording during the segment where the kids are gone. And then it's kind of like draining to go through that process. Um even though I'm just behind the camera. Um, but then I'm like, oh, I got to go pick up the kids and then bring them home and then like trying to survive the rest of the day. Um, it's kind of a big challenge. Um, mm-hmm. 
even though if I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing other work. But, you know, yeah, the type of work is, yeah, it's more mentally taxing, I guess. Well, especially some of these times, since, like, we know we had a hard cutoff for the filming for the day, like, because the kids need to get picked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a couple times, it was like... All right, we're done. And then, like, one of you runs to the car and picks up the kids, right? Like, yes. Which might need to happen today, too. <laughs> okay, so moving on in our conversation. <laughs> this time around, I burned my face accidentally um, on Saturday, and it's a Thursday when we're recording this. And you recovered pretty well. I had to go to urgent care, um, and apparently, I. Had second degree burns on my face. From I found out if you are making a roux, mm-hmm. which is like the delicious, which is delicious unless you burn it. But also, if you burn yourself, you appreciate it more if the food turns out <laughs> well because you're like, wow, I put so much of myself into this meal. Yeah. Um, but no, so if I was using a whisk to stir. And I found out, like, if you try to use a whisk as though it's a spoon and try to kind of, like, maneuver the the burning oil and flour as it's cooking, like, if you try to maneuver it around the pan, it might, like, splash up out of the pan and onto, say, your shirt or your face. Yeah. So I had these, like, patches of burn marks on my skin. And the doctor was like, um... I don't think this is going to heal before your film date. And so I thought that would be a really good reason to cancel our final round of recording for this podcast year. And we'll just call it good. We'll end a little short. Um, But that just, I started thinking about our tagline, vanity of vanities. And I'm like, how can I say that's my reason? For for vanity's sake. For vanity's sake, I shall not record the rest of this. It just didn't seem to line up. So here we are. Here we are indeed. In the wonders of time and makeup. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I also realized that during the course of this podcast, you have quoted movies in our conversation Mm -hmm. that I have not been aware of perfect movies that I haven't seen, but you're quoting from the movie. Yeah. And I know that you're doing that sort of, but like, it's not a time to be like, what movie is that from? Tell me about it. So congratulations. Thank you. That's one of the things I'm proudest of, not just in this podcast, but in life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe, maybe that's an exaggeration, but yes, I, I I enjoy that very much. And songs too, right? It's not just movies. No, songs. movies, songs, other people, any quotes I can just like just slide in there. Did you know that? I don't know I've ever heard the song, You're So Vain. <laughs> I just know that you quote it. A lot. My dad used to sing it, but I don't think, I don't, I can't recall if I've ever actually heard mm-hmm. that whole song. Because then you started talking about a scarf and I'm like, it what does apricot. a scarf have to do with yeah. being vain? Yeah, so, but we did fit that song into our book. We did, Sort definitely. of, but how did that happen? Well, I, if I remember oh, correctly, yeah. it's the, when you've written a song about me. Yeah. And then you say, like, your inner dialogue in our in When God Wrecks Your Romance, you're like, I must be so vain to think this song is about me. <laughs> it's not an exact quote, but definitely a strong reference. Yeah, in allusion to. 
Right. So vanity has been a theme of ours for a while. <laughs> Plus, it just seemed fitting to call to have this tagline be vanity of vanities because, like, we have a whole season of shows about <laughs> ourselves. Well, it's about Jesus. Yes, absolutely. But we're using our story. Yes. It's, Every time. It's about Jesus, but it looks like it's about us. It might look like it's about us. Yeah. A quick glance. We'll look deeper, and we hope that you'll find Jesus. Something I don't understand is, um, I don't want to say your taste in music. That's a little too far. It, yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> Something I you don't understand I'm not offended. is this particular song that you like are interested in are entertained in, by enamored of yeah of which you are enamored yeah there you go uh, and i thought we could just play it as we remember that this is really about jesus yeah so a- as a preface i don't like this song as a a good song it's the first time i heard it i thought it was just so horribly terrible that it was hilarious to me and I I I, th- I found so much fun in that that I, I kept showing this to people, and somewhere along the line, I don't know where it was. I like the song now. <laughs> okay, let's let's play it, and I will save my questions until until after we listen to this yeah. and watch the video. <laughs> Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. Jesus is my friend. Jesus is a friend of mine. He taught me how to live my life as it should be. Okay. He taught me how to turn my cheek when people laugh at me. I've had friends before. I don't know if I can take I can tell you a lot more of this. one who will never leave you flat. Okay. Is it? <laughs> I love his facial expression. Uh, right? Is right? This... Okay. I'm just at the... Sunseed? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like I might um, sound racist, but I, this is a genuine question. Tell me how to rephrase it. Is this a white people thing? Like, to, to think this is funny? <laughs> like, is it... I, I don't... I don't understand. Like, I don't... I don't know. I think it's hilarious. Okay. And but like, because it's so cringy. Okay, but like, I thought they're like mocking. I thought they're like mocking Christianity at first, you know? No, so the, the my sense, yeah. like, completely genuine. Okay. From their point of view. Which is why it's funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because if they were trying to be funny, it wouldn't have been. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... I'm trying to I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Um is it is this like rock music from a while ago? Well, so one of the lines in there is yeah. he says he taught me how to praise my God and still play rock and roll. So he the the band thinks that it is rock and roll. Okay, the band thinks it's rock and roll. Cuz it has that yeah, like that that bass line. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought maybe it was like a polka. And I did see David bouncing mm-hmm. a lot. Which I also want to talk about because like David bounces when he dances. And um I never understood that. Like why 
like I don't know if you could show us a demonstration of this, but like his, uh, his shoulders go up and down. Maybe I his could whole find body a, a dub key video goes up and down. And I, I yeah, see, cool. I didn't know about dub key. I didn't even know dub key was a word or <laughs> I, anything. I got to remember how to spell it so I can. And search so it. <laughs> then, but yeah, it's basically like. You know, like Tevya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, picture like the arms yeah. locked and then like, yeah. and then hey, and everybody yeah, jumps the in the air. good, I'm like. This makes sense to me now because, well, because like half of his, not like, half of his family is Polish. So that's polka, yeah, that which is sound, definitely bounty. That did sound kind and of And then the other half, polka. Middle Eastern, and they do the dub key. Yeah. But like, I wasn't really thinking about that. I'm just like, wow, David just. He bounces a lot when he dances. Why? And then we went to a family <laughs> reunion. Have I and shared this story? I feel like this bounced. is a really, yeah. Everyone bounced. It was like David's side of the family. And not only did David bounce, but our, I think, four-year-old son at the time, Jamal, went out onto the dance floor and he bounced. He knew what to do. And I was like, this is in their bloodstream. It just, it, the music moved through him and he bounced. <laughs> and he bounced. <laughs> <laughs> so I can appreciate that. If you can find a clip of the dub key, I'd love to see that later, David. Yes, I'll be looking for it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like the the question then about the type of music this is. I mean, I don't know exactly, but yeah, definitely like some polka influence right. in there. And, and also like judging by the time, oh, like I by what I, they're wearing. I think I found it. Yes. It's All right, you want to see it? Want me to pull it up? You, you guys will be able to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe you can describe it to us as it's happening. David. Stand, stand by. Let me see if I can. Uh... That way, people who are only listening can also get a sense. Okay. Yeah. So the dub key is a dance where you're sort of well, these guys do it. Uh, so you hold hands and or lock standing, arms, right? Yeah, and and you stand side by side, and so and then you get enough people, so there's sort of like a like a line, but then it curves and kind of goes into a a circle. Like what do they call it? Like- Congo line. Oh, but it's in a circle, yeah. But then, like, somebody at the front, sometimes, at least in my family, they had uh, a, like a, like a white handkerchief or something, like they were the leader. Yeah. Um, And then eventually somebody else would take their place, but they, they would be doing that. And and it's sort of like a step forward, lean, you know, step back, lean forward. There's, there's a sort of, and he's like swinging this, like, white handkerchief in the 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 air, and everybody is is following. But yeah, these guys. But then the, these guys um, on this video, like the guy in the front, just gets crazy. Like they, they they jump high mm-hmm. and then they go way down low, and all, all while they're holding hands together. <laughs> um, so here, let me let me see if I can. So does it like ripple? It no, down it's like line? at the same time. Okay. So you're watching each other and going with each other, and then when you dance, you and you jump, right. it's like everybody. Hey! There might be an advertisement that we need to. Yeah. Do you want to vet it first? <laughs> And then we'll come back to it at the end. There you go. All right. It's actually, it's coming here. It's fine. Vanity of vanities. Of course, it's going to happen. I also heard a lawnmower earlier. I haven't heard a lawnmower in like any of our episodes. Yeah. I I would say uh, leaf blower. Oh, leaf blower. Weed eater, maybe. Here Mm. we go. I almost heard it for a second. It's taking a lot of computer power. <laughs> okay. The guy is like, his butt is almost on the ground. 
Look, David is automatically bouncing. Yes. <laughs> his head bounces, his shoulders bounce, his elbows out like... <laughs> These are my people. <laughs> Where's Jamal? Get him over here. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. Thank you, David. We should pray. <laughs> we, should we? <laughs> yeah. Remember when you suggested that we pray the litany of humility? And I was like, no, because humiliating things always happen to me when I prayed that prayer. I do. And kind of feel that now. <laughs> oh, do you? Well, we should pray then. Okay. Ready? Um, let me just preface this mm-hmm. prayer by saying it's a song. Mm-hmm. I wrote a song. I, I put some music to the Litany of Humility, and it has a chorus as well, so I could sing and pray it mm-hmm. and invite you to listen and to pray along. Um, I would also say that not only am I remembering that I burned my face this week, which is good for humility, um, but also one time when I prayed this prayer, I burned the bottoms of my feet that same day. <laughs> An accident. I'm not trying to burn myself, okay? Let me just put that out there. Uh, yeah, I'm not laughing at the injury. I'm laughing at remembering that event. Because that, yeah. you were there. Yeah. Oof. I was in Portland visiting your community and giving concerts, and I was very pregnant, like six months pregnant. And I had to park down the street when I came home from singing at this other home. When I came back to the rectory, the rectory where your community was, and there was a guest room for mm-hmm. me, I drove back... Parked the car, but then I had to walk back because there was so much. There was like a street fair or something no, no, no. happening. The bike, the bike race thing. Oh, that's right. It Were was... they naked? Am no. I making this up? No, that's a different thing. This is Portland, Oregon, yeah, yeah. so you never that know. That also happens, but no, that was not. This okay, was that's like a different ride. Sunday Parkways. Okay, this is this is different. Yeah. So they shut down the street though, mm-hmm. so that all of these bis- bicyclists can go through. So I I couldn't just go along the main road where I normally wouldn't turn and like mm-hmm. park in the parking lot. So I just parked down the street. It was a beautiful sunshiny day and I took off my high heels and I was like, I'll just walk back. And so I just walked barefoot. Cause it's Portland. Cause nobody, ca- nobody's going to even like look twice at all. This pregnant lady walking barefoot. It's totally fine. So I'm walking. <laughs> it's great. I'm passing all these bicyclists. I'm waving to people. And then all of a sudden, just in one instant, I realized that the sidewalk is burning the bottoms of my feet. Oof. So, I can't remember whether I just hightailed it if or if I, I like actually put my shoes back on. You just kept walking at the same pace. <laughs> no, I'm sure I would have picked up the pace. Okay. But I can't I don't think I put my shoes back on because they are high heels and it would have been like even more painful once my shoes <laughs> Terrible. I just remember like hobbling up the steps because the rectory was on like the second story, third story. And then there were other, there were seminarians around and you're there. And I'm like, guys, I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I'm clearly in pain. I'm like, my feet, the bottoms of my, the soles of my feet. I need some ice. And they're like, what is happening? How did you? <laughs> and they're like, trying not to laugh, trying to be like, what? Yeah, it was bizarre. Pregnant lady. And so then I was like icing the bottoms of my feet. And I had to give you the keys to go get the car to bring it back. And then I had a concert that night. And I was like, 
walking. Like they thought I was just like, you know, super pregnant, <laughs> <laughs> which I also was. Well, she's got the pregnant walk. And then, yeah. yeah. So I was able to be like, so today, this morning when I started out, the day I went in the chapel and I prayed and it was on my heart to pray the litany of humility. And God answered my prayer. <laughs> so anyway, all that to say, um, I'd like to, I suppose I feel called to share that prayer now. Perfect. <sighs> Let's pray. In the name of the Father. In the Son. Son and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, deliver me from the desire to be esteemed, my longing to be embraced, my wish to be extolled and honored with accolades, aspirations of being praised, consulted and preferred, my wish to be approved and chosen first. Jesus, deliver me. Come, Lord, set me free. Break these chains binding me so one day I will see my name in the book of life written with the saints. I can hear you welcome me into heaven's gates. You can say to me, well done, my good and faithful one. You could say to me, well done, my good and faithful one. Da 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 da. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, deliver me from the fear of being laughed at, the alarm of being laughed at, the dread of being hated or calumniated, concern that no one will call me, the distress that someone will scorn me, the panic of being rejected, wrong and suspected. Jesus, deliver me. Come, Lord, set me free. Break these chains binding me. So one day I will see my name in the book of life, written with the saints. I can hear you welcome me into heaven's gates. You could say to me, well done, my good and faithful one. You could say to me, well done, my good and faithful one. Da, 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 that others may be loved more than I, that others be esteemed more than I, that others be chosen and I set aside, that the world may raise up others and I go unnoticed. Grant me the grace to desire this, my name in the book of life, written with the saints. I can hear you welcome me into heaven's gates. You could say to me, well done, my good and faithful one. You could say to me, well done, my good and faithful one. The da 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 that Jesus, meek and humble of heart, deliver me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. I told the doctor about our podcast when I burned my face. Yes. Because I'm like, well, I have to be on camera. She's like, on camera? You have a podcast. She's like, a podcast? Yeah, well, okay, time to evangelize. So I'm like, Good well, my, my friend who I grew up with, he's a priest now, and we talk about like, it, well, it's called We Should Pray, and we talk about how prayer transforms tragedy into comedy, and she's staring at my burned face, and she's like, <clears throat> right. 
And then I said, I mean, I handed this to her on a silver platter and she mm-hmm. accepted. I said, well, the tagline is vanity of vanities. And then she just laughed and she said, God gave this to you. <laughs> and then she really like went into it. She's like, God gives me things all the time when I think, why are you giving me this? And then someone comes in here and I say, I can understand, you know, it's so I can empathize. And she's like, you had these burns. She says, she raises her sleeve and she has this burn mark on her arm. She's like, I burned myself cooking the other day. <laughs> <laughs> So that was wonderful. (laughs) So as we close up, not only this podcast episode, but this year of podcasting, what can we tell our listeners? What hopes can we leave with them as it relates to vanity? (laughs) Okay. Framework. Yes. Thank you. I liked how you said when we were preparing for this episode, like, is it Koaleth? Koaleth. Koaleth, who wrote these words, vanity of vanities, and then... All things are vanity. Yeah, he says, like, if somebody says, this is new, it's already existed in ages before, and nobody's going to even remember, wearisome, it's too wearisome for words, and yet... There's a lot of words that he puts to that. Yeah, and then you were saying, like, it's so ironic... Maybe you could speak to that irony. Um, yeah, the, the fact that like he's lamenting all of this stuff happens and like, yeah, it's happening to me and that seems special, but like this has happened before and like it's going to keep the same patterns going to keep happening. And yet, like we know his name. Koalef. His specific name like, and his specific words. And like where he was and his context <laughs> and what he was going through, like. There's there's Thousands something of years later. Yeah, delightful about that. That like here here we are repeating his words of like these words are useless. What's it even mean or matter? Mm-hmm. And here we are, um, thousands of years later, um, still encountering some truth about the world and about God through through these words of his that he was like lamenting, even writing. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. Good job, Koala. I'm glad you felt that way. I I think that um, for our listeners, uh, I'm hoping that they can glean not only some, hopefully, prayer from this podcast that they can enter into, mm-hmm. but also good news about their own lives, especially an invitation to find the comedy in the tragedy that they've been through the transformation between something that we mourn into something that we can celebrate because we can see God's presence in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my, my hope would also be that they, um, that I'll speak directly to our audience. Uh, My hope would be that you, if you hear something that speaks to your heart in this podcast, that you would claim it because it's, it's for you. Trust that. Yeah. If you, if you hear God's love, through our words that that's the Holy spirit moving through us. Cause it's, it's not on our, by our accord. And if you hear something that's totally wrong. Yeah. If, if you hear something that's heretical, um, I don't persist in heresy. So if, <laughs> if, if we said something wrong, tell us and we'll, 
we'll either explain what we meant or uh, <laughs> or repent of it. Yeah. So feel free to just just let go of any of those things that you hear that are like, yeah, that's not right. Just psh, let it. We'll just. Sometimes you got to say something first to realize it's wrong. Right. No need to to hang on to that or let us know. Um, but if there's been something good, then I pray that that can be a gift to you in your life. And we trust that it's because of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And also, um, the one of the reasons we, we've shared this before, but one of the reasons we share our own personal story. Is because we're awesome? Mm-hmm. No, that's not the why. <laughs> that's the backfired on me. <laughs> we are awesome because well, God said so. Because well, everyone is awesome. God but is if awesome everyone is awesome, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Good movie quote. Okay. Yeah, I mean, right that sense that like we we share all yeah. of this stuff about us. Yeah, but it's not like what you were saying. If if there's something in here, like maybe none of the examples that we shared at all impact your life or apply or apply at all. Right? Yeah, and and that's okay because even still, the point isn't like when these specific things happen to you, you should respond how we did in this way. Right? It's that no, no, no. There will be things that happen. That that are bad, that suck, that are tragic. Those things, especially, we need to give to God, and He can transform those. So, whatever that might be in your own life, I mean, if if there's nothing else, at least that pattern, that yes. trust of how the Holy Spirit can work. There was this priest who who asked the congregation. Um, I was, I think, I was there to do music, which makes sense. It's my job, and so he turned to everyone. And he said. When you when you serve the Lord, what percentage mm. of that is you? Is it like like between you and God, right? You're working with God. Is it like thirty percent you, seventy percent God? Is it like fifty percent you, fifty percent God, a hundred percent God, and you're zero percent? Um, or I suppose you could say it's a hundred percent you, and God's like sitting back, mm-hmm. just watching, and. He proposed that it's a hundred percent God and a hundred percent you. Yeah, yeah. That it's um, with God. It's never like less of us, so that there can be different. Like no, no, no. God works a hundred percent through us and with us. Yeah, it doesn't need to be less. I hope that whoever's listening will also know that this is about Jesus. And it's also about us. <laughs> but the reason we're sharing is to point back to Jesus. So yes. it's all about Jesus. All of it is about Jesus. Like 100%? 100%. What percentage of the episodes? <laughs> Hopefully, we say the name of Jesus in all the episodes. I don't know. If, if that's the we, case always pray, we, we always pray. We always pray in the name of the Father. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. There you go. That's good. Good. I'm glad we got that covered. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for listening, for following along in this episode, but uh, all of them that we've uh, recorded and put out there so far. Thank you for all of that support. Thank you especially to the Congregation of Holy Cross, my religious order, for uh, the support that you have given me as I've been able to go off and uh, do this ministry, uh, seeking to love and serve the Lord. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast episode and the previous year of our We Should Pray podcast, would you consider becoming an Amanda Vernon patron? Your patronage allows us to know that, well, for one, we have the support to be able to put resources into this show, but also it's a vote of confidence that you want to invest in this ministry. We do have ideas for a second season, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty excited to explore those and to get the word out to more people about this show. So if you'd like to become part of that, please visit amandavernon.com slash patron. God bless in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.